filming with the homies. Uh, yeah. Wording is hard. Um, uh, and now uh, him and Ferris podcast, like, you know, I'm, I'm taking jewels from them, you know, and I always, you know, try to support in, in any way I can. So, you know, uh, my, my hope is to, you know, hopefully get him on the show one day. And, you know, just to tell him, hey, thank you. You know, I'm dropping super chats and cash apps every time I get a chance to. But, you know, I want to support, you know, via Patreon. And, you know, every time a social a keep your distance comedy show comes up, you know, I try to get those, too. You know, and I want people to do the same thing about when I, you know, move forward with my company. You know, I want to have Landover Legend Studios in the future, you know, and that's all going to take for me keeping up my fortitude and thinking outside the box and, and, and trying to be, you know, someone like you, you know, someone I, I feel as though is a great businessman and not just not in business, but in, you know, all walks of life, you know? So like I said before, you know, I, I can't wait for you to drop that book and to, to get to see the reception, the reception from it, because, you know, just having this conversation with you, it opened my eyes to a lot of things and, you know, uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get get in the lane and follow you because I, I see where you're going and it's up. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. It's it's all about you know it's all about legacy, man. I one thing that I've uh, you know I take from the older generation, and I, I think a lot, I think we we knock the older generation so much. That we don't value some of the things that they that they had, um, and one thing that the older, uh, like the, the elder guys in the church, will always tell you about your name, right? And just recently, like really this last year, for me, that's been a big thing. That's why it's called Burton Equities, right? Because mm-hmm. like this scripture in the Bible says, a wise man leaves a inheritance for his children's children. And most people think that's money, right? Mm-hmm. That's not. I mean, if you if you if you leave a strong foundation, you know the money is going to follow. But when you leave an inheritance, that's like if I'm leaving my last name. Okay, so in in the community of Gary, when you hear the last name Burton, they're going to initially think of my wife and myself and our family. So now my children have to live up to that name. And that's a big thing, right? Because that becomes a guiding tool for my children. Because if you set a, 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 a if you set up that name, right, to be something that's attached to integrity, success, hard work, hard work ethic, you see what I'm saying? Wisdom, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And they have, they're forced to live up to that. Because whenever they fall short of that, the community is going to remind them, like, nah, you know, nah, you know, you, this ain't you. It's almost like, it's almost like when you see the, the royal family, right? Mm-hmm. There's an expectation for anyone that comes out of that, that family. There's just a certain level of expectation from anybody, right, that comes out of that that family. So for me, that's what leaving the legacy is. So that's, you know, that's one thing that I think we all should do. You know, if we do, if we go, if we go that route, and for me, my legacy is attached to the purpose that God has given. You know, so I'm, I never leave God out of it because I'm not like some genius, you know, Literally, you know, most of this stuff is because God has given me a purpose and I look at that and that's my guiding. That's my, this is how I'm going to get this done. And everything that I have to go through to get that done just improves me for the next obstacle. You know, it's like a building block. Like I'm not, I'm not scared of losing anything. I don't lost everything already. You know, mm-hmm. I don't lost two houses, three cars. And look at me, you know, so it's like losing ain't, it's not even, you know, okay. Been there, done that before. I know how to get back to this point, right? 
So that's that's the stuff that I'm just legacy is really about leaving a legacy now. Uh, so that like you got your podcast, you know, you're setting you you're gonna you're setting an image around there. You're setting a uh, platform, and you're building a platform. And it's not just for you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you have children or family or whatever, but everything you do, it's it's a it's a you know it's a stage. I look at it, you know, for everyone else to participate on. Exactly. Um, I I want to create something that's going to give you know like my nephews and nieces an opportunity to work for you know, family and not punch no clock. But, you know, you're going to bust your butt if you work for me and you're going to make things happen and you're going to grow. You're not going to just, you know, be a one-trick pony when it comes to work ethic. Right. And, you know, I want to I want to venture out and, you know, uh, I want to create my own table instead of looking to get a seat at someone else's. I want to instill that into them, you know, yeah, you could make X amount of dollars a year working for them, but you can also do that for yourself, you know, and, and then grow from there. So stop being in the position where you have to wait every two weeks to pay a bill or make something happen or get your car fixed or, you know, wait on anything. You know, I want to get to a position to where I'm not counting those. I'm counting you know, how many buildings I'm, I'm, I'm leasing, you know, how many, uh, properties that I'm managing, you know, how many people I have employed, you know, you know, I want to get tired like yourself and want to take a break because I've been working so much. You right. know? That's, that's the type of mentality I want for my friends and family and loved ones to have, not just for me, but for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing, just keeping up. Like right now, one of the latest things that I kind of went through as of late is I was frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm at the point now where I need to step away from like the day-to-day stuff because it, you know, it interferes with everything. It interferes with the family life, and you know, so now I'm at that point where, hey, I am like letting letting go of some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I just come to a realization that, okay, this is what I asked for. Because the more I let go, the more I have to put people in place to take over that, you know? So I was in that, like, uncomfortable zone of, like, things are not going to get done the way that they need to be done unless I was doing it, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like your hand gets forced that this thing ain't going to grow if you still got your hand on, it. you know, so now I'm at that point where I have to force myself to step away, you know, because it has to create opportunity for other people, you know. So and that's 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 what it is. Like I said, you're building that stage. You know, I used to if I had to edit something, I would edit it myself. I had I taught myself Photoshop. And got real good at it, too, you know. But I was trying to be the jack of all trades. So I was doing everything, you know. So, like, now, this time around, I got people in the tech community that were helping me, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I say I got an animator, I got a, I got a lady that's a, she's a killer animator, right? And she loves doing it. You know, so I just put her on. So here he had some stuff that needed to be done. Back in the day, I would have went and tried to do it for him and say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. knowing I don't have time to do it every time, right? But now, now I was like, hey, to here, I know a guy. You see what I'm saying? I just created opportunity for somebody else. You know, and he calls me up, man, thank you for that plug, so on and so on. That's what it's about, you know? Like even for what you're doing, you just said your nieces and nephews. At some point, it's going to grow to the point that you got you need somebody to run this part or run that part. You know, so that's 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 what it's all about in business. You know, it's just the 
the mindset of creating opportunity for others. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I'm definitely trying to build a team and because, you know, even just running my social media and everything, it's a, uh, it's a lot. So trying to do that and have a nine to five and make sure I'm posting everything, you know, weekly, you know, it, it's getting kind of taxing, but this is what I want, like you said. So this is what is going to come with it until I get to that point. And right. hopefully it comes sooner than later. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So uh, what advice would you give someone who's trying to uh, grow their business now? What advice? My main advice would be that if you're going to go into any area of business, it's being on top of it. You know, a lot of people want to go into business and they want to do it like they want to generalize everything that they do, right? Mm-hmm. But like when my buddies brought me on, you know, they brought me on and I was earning my way. You know, I was working for $500 a week, you know, and I was treating the business at that point as if it was my own. You know, um, so I learned everything when it came down to customer interaction. There's nothing that you can ask me about popcorn that I don't know right now. You know, because that's I that's the thing. I had to learn every aspect of it, you know. Um, and that's what a lot of people in business tend to do. They tend to go into business because they like a certain aspect of it. So that's the only thing that they want to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you know, one of the things to me, I think one of the key things in business is being able to recreate yourself to evolve because on a day to day basis, there's going to be several things that do not happen the way you plan for them to happen. And your ability to get over those hurdles is your ability to become a better business person. You know, so. It's, 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 those are the things that, you know, supply, like us, suppliers don't have supplies. You got to find something else, some other way to meet the demand. You know, like right now, it's probably one of the, it's kind of, kind of like a headache time because I got tons of business. Like I can go and you can attest to this. I can put something on Instagram right now and I can get 50 orders tomorrow if I want to. Mm-hmm. But then I don't have a Keller guy, <laughs> right? If, if, if my Keller guy doesn't show up, then I got 50 people that's real ticked off because they order is taking three weeks to get to them. You know, so those learning how to overcome those obstacles, you know, there's a lot of moving parts in business that people don't understand, you know, and depending on what type of business it is. Some part, some businesses are more parts than others, you know. Um, so a person, number one, having a, having a tenacity to ignore failure, you know. Um, and I wouldn't, because I don't like the word failure. Because to me, you only fail when you quit, right? Uh, so I like to call it obstacles, you know. Going past the obstacles being able to go past that uncomfortable state, that's what's going to get you through business. Uh, my, the, the business professor that I had uh, told me, you know, he goes, there's nothing that these people can teach you in business that's going to prepare you for business. And I ain't get what he meant by that, right? But what his point was, most of the stuff that you're going to end up going through are stuff that people haven't dealt with, especially if you're going through a a new, if you're doing something out the box, right? What can, what can, what, what can someone teach you in business if you're doing something that they don't understand? They're only going to try to get you to do it the way that they know to do it. Right? So like, even here, I've talked to several people, and business, right? On Clubhouse, actually. 
And I'm going there. I'm talking to him. Oh, this guy's a multimillionaire. He's done it, right? So Clubhouse is that platform where you get to talk to these people. And they go, oh, you know what? What you're going to have to do is downsize everything to 25 flavors. Well, if I do that, I'm just like the other guy. The whole point that I exist is that I got so many flavors and people love them. So, no, what you're talking about now, you're trying to teach me to do something the way that you know how to do it, right? Essentially makes me just another popcorn shop. But then I had a guy that he owns, uh, I think he owns 120 subways or something like that. It was something like that. And he says, you're on the right track. He's like, you're on the right track. He goes, I can't tell you anything. You're on the right track. He says, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, just you got to improve what you're doing. Like you you, got to put people in place. To take care of certain aspects of the business and things like that, you know. But it's like the business is where you want it to be, you know. Because he asked me a whole a whole series of questions. He's like, "You're in a good spot," you know. So that that's the thing is being able to push past those uncomfortable parts is the most important part of business. You know, a lot of business sell before it's time to sell because they weren't able to push past that difficult, you know, spot. A lot of guys never get off the ground because they're upset because they lost their car, <laughs> you know, or we lost we lost a house. Really, we lost like three houses. If we want to be technical, you know, but the house that we live in now is paid for. So go figure you know, we could have, I could have been went back and punched the clock a long time ago. It was not hard for me to go get a job, I don't think. You know, um, but it's just being able to push past that difficult. A lot of people can't push past those difficult periods and what they want. You know, because there's a lot of things I want. I got expensive taste. There's a whole lot of things that I want, <laughs> you know. But it's like, I'll get them in due time, you know, I'll get them in due time because it's like that. By the time you get what you want, it's going to be something else better. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. uh, There's a lot of unforeseen hardships that comes with any new venture in life, especially when it comes to business and getting off the ground. And it's it takes determination and fortitude because, you know, uh, Amazon didn't know what it was until it got there. You know, Tesla didn't know what it was until they got there. I mean, look at Disney, you know, companies like that, that just that took an idea and it it blew up from there. You know, doors open. And that that's the thing, because you, you said you, Amazon, he was selling books. Mm-hmm. He was he was literally selling books, you know. Now he's the largest retailer in the world, you know. So it's it's opportunities, and then I don't think you can think too too big. People would think make you you know you would talk to people. I see it all the time. I'll say something to somebody, and it's like you can read a person's mind. You can read when they're taking what you're saying serious or not. You know, it's like, okay, you know, oh, here we go again, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can ever think too big, you know, because someone looked at Bill Gates when he said he was going to put a tele- I mean, a, a computer in every household in America. They thought he was crazy, right? I'm sure some people looked at him like, okay, whatever. Now, look, there's like two or three computers in every household in America. Because your phone is a computer. Exactly. Yeah. I could I couldn't believe um, just the progression in technology from you know eighteen years ago, you know, and it's just like 
you know, I remember when like the first smartphones came out and how uh, basic they were compared to, you know, a simple iPhone these days. But now you got people that's doing that. They have their whole life vested into it. Like your phone can record a, a movie. It can be used to uh, run your business, hold meetings, do transactions and back in the day, the best they could do was, you know, play music and answer, you know, the phone. And then you can get on the internet, you know, which yeah. was all separate. And, and and I think they were still like running off minutes or something like that at the time, you know? Yeah. And, and now, you know, you can, you can take a phone. I had a phone, a Samsung note, and you can literally convert that into a computer. You plug it into a monitor and add a Bluetooth keyboard and it will turn into a desktop computer. Yeah, that's that, you know, something like that. Um, a lot of people don't they don't know because, uh, you know, not to sound stereotypical, but, you know, they say people don't read the instructions. You know, they just figure it out. So, you know, you like uh, the Xbox, the original Xbox back in the day um, with the with the the proper settings, you could have, you know, done stuff like burn CDs with it. Yeah. Things like that instead of just playing video games. But, you know, not everyone was tech savvy and even know that it had that feature. You know, I had buddies. I had buddies. And, you know, in the hood, I had guys that I knew would come to the barber barbershop selling movies that they burned off of Xbox. Exactly. So you had a you had a whole money making device that you was just playing Madden on and never realized the potential you had. I mean, the same with uh, you know, like uh how Too Short got his start when he was recording mixtapes on a cassette player and you know uh pausing it and stuff like that, you know, just sitting in his room. This is this was the eighties, you know? So if if you do the research and you think outside your box of what's the norm, you know, yep. you got so many opportunities that sit in your household every day that you don't even realize that you're wasting your potential. Like, yeah, it, it's going to come slow and with anything that you do, you know, it's going to take time. But but if you put enough fortitude behind it, you know, you'll change your life forever. Definitely. Definitely. And that's why I said anything that you're going into, you have to go into it. My, I think my oldest daughter, I get on her nerves because she's got that camera and I'm always on her case like, hey, you know, do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? You know, and she'll, she'll send me a picture and she say, you know, she'll want me to commend her on it, right? And I always play the hard game on her because I'm always wanting her to dig deeper, right? Because if you're going to do something and that's going to be your craft and that's going to be your trade, you got to master it, you know? So I tell her what, you know, what did you do to that? And she'll stutter and like, so you lucked up. You lucked up with a good picture because you can't recreate it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I do that to her because now, when she sends me something, she's going to think. She's going to think before she sends it to me, right? <laughs> because she already know how I'm going to come at her. You know, and, and that's, that's anything that we do. You know, it's, I'm on my employees all the time just from something as simple as selling popcorn. Right? When a customer comes in the door, it's not, hello, how are you? No, we don't do that. You know, it's, have you been here before? And if they say they haven't, they got a whole spill that they have to go into, you know. And all it's it's set that way because we analyze what triggers the customer, what makes the customer buy, you know, what turns the customer off, you know. You got to think that much into it, you know. Otherwise, you're just going to get the result that you put into it. And that's that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. You're going to get the results of whatever you put into whatever you're doing. Absolutely right. Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, what do you miss most about uh, that's uh, shut down now due to uh, quarantine and everything? What do I miss? 
right now I miss the ability to travel because uh, right now I'm at the point I, I need I want to take me and the wife and go somewhere and disappear. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> um, but outside of that, man, I'm gonna be honest. With you. I've been so busy. I haven't really. I know that everybody's saying it's a pandemic, but I haven't had the chance to really experience it like that. Okay. Because I, it hasn't. Things have been busy for us. My wife and I, we purchased. Uh, two cars at the beginning of the about this time last year, right? Mm-hmm. One of the cars had about thirty five thousand miles on it, and the other one had three thousand miles on. It. Now, one the one that had thirty something thousand miles has like sixty nine thousand. The one that had three thousand miles on it has like twenty six, twenty seven thousand miles. So in a year between the two of us, we put. Uh, over 50,000 miles on vehicle. So I really haven't, you know, yeah, <laughs> I haven't really had that chance to really miss anything, um, to be honest with you. Not like that. And I'm not, I'm not a big shopper like that. Not traditional shopper. Like, I don't, I'm not one to go to a 50 million store, you know, like that and find it fun. <laughs> You you and me both, you know, uh, I didn't mind going into the mall or, you know, uh, shopping centers every now and then. But I kind of got used to mine is clothes shopping, uh, ordering offline, you know, mm-hmm. the convenience of it, especially since I, I work all the time. But one thing I miss, man, is uh, Red Lobster, uh, being able to sit down and enjoy my meal and, and the movie theaters. OK. Okay. See, I wasn't never really a movie theater person. Um, probably more or less in the last year or so than ever in my life. I'm a movie person, though. Mm-hmm. Love movies. But I, I grew up in church, and we didn't really go to the movies like that. So I, we would rent movies like nonstop. Like, I'm a movie head. I'm probably seeing every movie out there. Okay. You know? uh, but I've, I've grown, like, I don't even like going to games anymore. Like, the, the basketball games, mm-hmm. the basketball games, because to me, it's a, it's a better experience at home. Because, you know, you go to a game, number one, I don't know how your budget is. But even, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> my budget was going to be nosebleed seats anyway. <laughs> you know, and it ain't no replays at the game. You know, mm-hmm. you it ain't no commentary at the game. So I, I kind of like that home experience when it came to that anyway. So one thing I did do last year was uh, when I redid my bedroom, I put 90 inches in the bedroom. Okay. Uh, I had won a projector off of one of the uh, tech influencers, and it was a high-end projector, and I put that in the bedroom. So, like, I'm looking at 90 inches, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> you got the best picture in, in Gary right now. <laughs> right. You know, so it's like, but I, I don't know. I think, I think now that I'm at the point of needing a vacation or something, that's the main thing. I'm looking for that opportunity where I can uh, fly out somewhere with the wife. And we just kick back and not have to worry about it. Man, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I haven't had a vacation in about three years. So I told myself I'm going uh, to take a big trip at the end of the year. But I'll probably, like, you know, go to, like, I don't know, Miami or something in the next few months just to, just to get away. Because uh, I worked the entire quarantine just like yourself. Mm-hmm. And the most time I got off was like holidays, so I'm I'm due for it. Now, now you just mentioned it. Now that's what, I come from a big family, and holidays we all would gather at my parents' house, and you know do the whole big black folk spread of food. Mm-hmm. You know, eat yourself until you you you, you know you hurt, mm-hmm. and talk about any and everything. 
So I do m- miss that. That's that's what I miss. If I miss anything, that's what I miss. That, yeah. it, it was odd going through all the holidays and not being able to see everybody in one space. Yeah, ain't nothing like that 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 itis feel after sitting around talking with family, reminiscing about the good old days of what happened over the past few months. Like, you know, especially if you uh, you know, you got a fool in the family that likes, you know, entertaining everybody. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So 2021, man, it sounds like uh you wanna be slowly but surely uh you know, making big headways. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, 2021. Uh, a, a, a perfect 2021 for me would be releasing a lot of this to someone else, um, and mainly concentrating on the growth of it, like the taking it national, um, and then this my my other project. Hitting hard, hitting hard, um, so that I have more time to do more of the back end of the business, talking to people like you, talking to people doing deals. That's the part of it that I'm looking forward to, being able to get out there and um, kind of put the brand out there and work relationships and things like that. Uh, I'm I'm 45. I'm getting I'm I'm getting a little too old for the grunt work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't never lied about that. I um I told myself that I gotta put in as much time that I uh I kept pushing off before I decided to take it easy. So it's gonna be nonstop for me, you know. When I'm when I get off my nine to five, you know, I'm uh I'm hitting up people, I'm responding to DMs, I'm setting up my next guests. And I'm working on my next thing, you know, like I want to want to do another show that I'm thinking about. But, you know, one thing at a time. But other than that, I got to keep pushing this content out. I got to keep getting, you know, good guests like yourself on here and giving them the information like what you just gave me about, uh, you know, creating opportunities for yourself and building uh, something that will last generation building an inheritance you know yeah definitely man definitely like i told you one of my business mentors said if you solve a problem you'll always have business you know that's and that's where most of my original business endeavors come from this right here i inherited this you know uh but if 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 you can if you can solve a problem, you know, uh, no one can undercut free, right? Mm-hmm. That That's kind of like what, what drives me in business, being able to go that route, you know, something that I don't have to market and sell to someone, convince them that, hey, this is what you want. Because if it's something you need, the first time I mention it, you're going to tell me, hey, I need that, right? If I tell you, like, when I mentioned uh, animation, the first thing you said is you needed some, you were going to need an animator. Because that's something you need. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to sell you on it <laughs> or whatever, right? So that's kind of my business philosophy for the other endeavors that we have to offer. Man, I, I would uh, I would like to see you advertise uh, yourself teaching a master class when it comes to business because I got a lot of people that I would force to sign up for it because they need to hear that because you know they they only hear it one way and there's different ways for people to you know pick up information and I didn't find it difficult at all to follow anything you said and I felt more receptive of it you know what I'm saying us coming from uh, similar backgrounds from different locations. Right, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm looking forward for more people hearing it and hearing the opportunity, you know, to do things. Like I said, if you're not willing, someone once said this, if you ain't willing to do it for free, you ain't going to make it. Because most of the time in business, guess what? <laughs> You're doing a lot for free before you make your first true dollar. 
this whole Instagram lifestyle of jumping in front of a Phantom or, you know, a Lamborghini. I got 100,000 followers and I make six figures a month. I read a book called The Millionaire Next Door. That ain't, that ain't no true six figures a month. You can make six figures a month all day long, right? Mm-hmm. But if it don't land in your bank account and stay there, <laughs> you don't make six figures a month. That, that's, and that's the end of that story. <laughs> hey, you ain't tell no lies, man. I, I tell you that. So let me ask you a question. Who do you think is a better storyteller? Bill Cosby or Richard Pryor? Better storyteller? Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby? Yeah. In your experience? <laughs> In my experience, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would have to say Bill Cosby. Um, I grew up on Richard Pryor. I learned about Bill Cosby, you know, you know, watching like the Cosby show and everything. It wasn't until later on in life um, that I got a chance to check out his stand up. Um, I I don't know. I guess I'm kind of biased because that, you know, I was born in the 80s and, and that's what I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. You know, the people in the 80s that influenced me like him, Eddie Murphy, um, Robin Harris, um, mm-hmm. you know, people from that generation. So. Oh. I'll tell you the reason why I came to that conclusion. Um, I don't think you're a good storyteller unless everyone can hear your story. Okay. So the difference between Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor is Richard Pryor uh, was great to those that were willing to listen to his conversation. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little, I'm a church boy. Right. Yeah. So some conversation turns me off because of the way it's presented. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So that's where the business end of me kicks in. That's why I choose Bill. Because don't think, don't get me wrong. Richard Pryor was hilarious. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I can't watch Richard Pryor in front of my kids. Yeah. I, you know what? That's totally understandable. Making yourself, um, uh, I guess, uh, available for everybody is the difference between uh, certain, you know, comics or entertainers and things of that nature. So yeah. I'm assuming you're a big fan of like Sinbad. Yes, yeah, Sinbad was hilarious, and honestly, I didn't figure that out until later. Okay, you know, because I didn't. Grow up wanting to listen to Sinbad. You know, we used to sneak and listen to Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. You know, until one night I saw a Sinbad show and he had me in stitches. This guy is sitting here talking about waiting at McDonald's. And <laughs> <laughs> had me rolling. I know, I know the way you're talking about too. That's why I laugh. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I think, I think Sinbad was a comedic genius just because of the fact that he was able to present and everybody laughed. Whether you were used to Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy or not, you know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you can if you can make everyone in the uh, room laugh without trying, and that's what most of those people are, it's them being themselves, then you know, I think that, uh, you know, you're a step above the rest. If you, not to say that other people are one trick ponies, but if you can only get 75%, then you ain't got it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that's the way I look. If my popcorn only appeals to black folks, which I'm proud that I'm a black owned business and my people like my product, but if it only appeals to black folks, I'm losing money. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's, that's yeah. Whenever you can get a large demographic, then you're more successful. So that's the reason why I choose Bill Cosby over Richard Pryor, because 
Hey, you know. Hey, I got no problem with that. All right. So I got one more question for you, then I'm gonna let you go. I know you're a busy man. Okay. Um, who do you think is funnier? Kev on stage or to hear more? Who do I think is funnier? <laughs> ah <laughs> I think they're two different lanes. Okay. I, I think that's a different lane. Um, I cannot, I cannot answer that. I can't. <laughs> I cannot answer that because I don't know if it's because they hung with each other so much. It's like they're similar but different. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, two two sides of the same coin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, I don't know, it pans out for me. To be honest with you, I like both of them together. Yeah. Like, if they were to part ways, you know, and never do anything together again, I don't think either one would be as successful. Man, that, that might be the case. I uh, I tell you what, uh. It wasn't until I heard Kev uh, talk about it on one of his shows, mm-hmm. but he was he was funny enough that I never noticed that he did cuss, and I was like, "That's true," and his product stands behind it, like his his brand stands behind it. Like I, I watch, you know, all those guys. Like it it started with roast me. I found them on Facebook. And then I was like, man, who are these guys? Because they're trip. And then I started um, actually figuring out who they were individually and then watching all death grow. Um, it took it a hiatus, but then it came back. And I just was like, you know, that's what I keep on my playlist. People like that. Like, like I said, they got me through the quarantine and, you know, I got all notifications on for everything that I'm following for them, you know? Right. So they they're not just entertaining, but they're inspiring, you know, people like me who want more out of life. So, you know, um I I tip my hat off to both of those guys at all time. And I myself I couldn't pick um, you know, when it came to that question when I thought about it, but um, you know, they're both, you know, just funny funny in all in all rights, in my opinion. And that and that's what I yeah, because they're funny separate, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get both of them together, it's like it's to me is is it's uh the chemistry that they have. You know what I'm saying? It's just to me is it's it's all you, you can't go wrong. So it's like I don't, and maybe that's what it is. I never really see them in my mind. I've never placed one away from the other. Mm-hmm. Even though, like uh, you know. I watch Zoom with the homies and I support it. I still see to hear, but I see to hear and Kevin together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like to me, their their brand of comedy is a piece of a kind of like a joint venture. Is, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even though to hear is more, uh, you know, like he he'll he'll do the the unclean comedy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, it's it's kind of like a brand thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And to me, I just don't see it any other way. Maybe if they were like two separate entities in two different places, then I would be forced to see it like that. But right now, I think it's a brand of comedy that they have that's kind of like on notice now. Yeah, they their foolishness. Uh you know, uh, tickles my soul. You yeah. know, just you know what they are. They are the they're they're the new generation of Wayne. That you know what <laughs> you hit you hit the nail on the head with that. I never thought about that. Like the the Wayans is a whole collective of funny, and 
and that and that particular group right there, you know what? You you're absolutely right. As far as when it comes to creativity and being off the wall and you talking about hit after hit when it comes to videos and creation, yeah, you're right. That's that's I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's why I get out of out of it. Like you, you really didn't start seeing Damien and everyone separate until after and Living Color was done. Mm-hmm. Then you see how they stood separate. You know, yeah. so you were able to appreciate it afterwards. But oh, if you I, think I, I, back in the day, you thought in Living Color, point blank. You know, that's what you thought. Yeah, Keenan Keenan's brain was working in, in 2020 back in the 90s because he was ahead of his time and you know a lot of people that was 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I just thought about that, that was 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. broke he broke so many stars and and uh celebrities that um, I mean, of course they, you know, they honor the show, but to have that done, uh, the, the, these days would be kind of impossible because, you know, people don't know how to, you know, work together when it comes to certain things. And yeah. I think that's the difference. Like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I can see something like that happening, especially with, um, Kev's app and the way he's putting everyone on. Yeah. I, I I see the next brainchild coming up. You know, they call him Tyler Perry, but the way he's building things, man, he's more of a Keenan. Yeah, and that's that's what I he's more of a Keenan. Um I, I just noticed because uh, I, I I talk to uh Ty Davis every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And she reminds me, because she's been doing a lot on Instagram. She reminds me of their sister that used to do the gossiping. Kim. Kim. She reminds me of Kim on because she'd be doing some TikTok. And I'm like, if they did a movie on the Wayans brothers, she could play Kim. And she can do that skit flawlessly. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Like, oh man, uh, there's a lot of comedians that I got put on to that I follow faithfully now based on that show. Um, you know, like, uh, delay Nick Carthens and Ty Davis, like she's in Baltimore, which is not too far from where I am. And I hadn't heard about her until I watched that show. And then I went back and saw her stand up, and I was like, man, she is funny. And like in, in all right, you know, She's, I mean, naturally fun. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, just just talking to her naturally fun. Because um, I was trying to help her with a phone, you know, because she's she's just not tech set. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that she was saying is just <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny, you know. She's naturally fun. So yeah, man. They they got some, they got some. You know, yeah. if they get heavy into the skits and stuff, they got some. Man, I uh, I can't I can't wait to see what direction it goes. I know it's going to be up, and w- watching them, you know, I mean, with the way everything's going on, I stream everything, and probably ninety percent of everyone else does too. So. When they become a household name, I think it'll be like a proud moment, especially for everyone who saw where they came from and where they where they at now. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're at the beginning of another Black Renaissance moment, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see what comes out of. Man, you and me both. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, this has been dope, man, uh, LeBaron. I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come on my show and, um, you know, get me hip to a lot of stuff that I, I wasn't aware of and a lot of stuff I think people need to know. And um, I would love to have you back on in the future. Um, hopefully it'll be 
uh, after your vacation, but you know, if not <laughs> right. right before, you know, so, um, why don't you, uh, let the people know where they can find you at, man. And I want you to plug in that, uh, the, uh, the nonprofit you was telling me about. Okay. Well, um, of course, you know, popcorn world is doing the world of flavor.com. Um, you can find that we got popcorn. We get, we got two Instagram handles. That's a whole nother discussion for another day. But we got Doing the World of Flavor and uh, Popcorn World on Instagram. We got Popcorn World on Twitter. Then you can find me personally on Twitter, LeBaron Burton Sr. on Twitter, LeBaron Burton Sr. on Instagram, and LeBaron Burton on Facebook. And the not so our not for profit is Woodland Child Development Center, where my wife runs. Um, we're in Hammond, Indiana, and we are WoodlandCDC.com. I'm looking at her. <laughs> WoodlandCDC.com. Um, and uh, we are expanding that to the Gary area as soon as possible. And my pet project that should be coming out at the end of the month, if anybody wants to see the progress on it, it's up at schoolbids.com. It's schoolbids.com. And we're steadily working on that. That's going to be, uh, as I say, that's going to be my billion dollar bait. Okay. That's what's up. So uh, I got to make sure you send me those links so I can uh, plug them once I uh, post this episode. Um, like I said, I, I've been honored to have you on the show. And I look forward to uh, having you on again and, you know, dropping some more jewels. And, and maybe maybe you uh, would have uh, started writing that book I've been talking about, you know. And if and if you do come out, make sure you give me a shout out like somewhere in the first five pages. You know, I'd appreciate oh, definitely. it. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Because, you know what, I didn't even, you know, sometimes you don't even realize that you have that much. Uh, but. You live life long enough, then you realize you got a testimony, you know. So I am going to be looking to do that pretty, pretty soon. Got a couple of more accomplishments I want to get under my belt first. Hey, take take your time and, and do it right, you know. Definitely, definitely. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been another dope interview. I am your host, the Landover Legend, aka Big T. And this was the I Can't Make This Up podcast. I can't, with a K, make this up podcast. You can find this podcast everywhere. Uh, podcasts are available. Apple, Radio Public, iHeart, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find me. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I Can't Make This Up podcast. So please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And please follow my man, LeBaron. Check out all of his companies because I guarantee you he's going to be on the fortune, the cover of Fortune real soon, um, especially when it comes to tech. Uh, 